Are we going? Yeah, we're, yeah go. we're going. <laughs> we're going. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Hi, Ben. How are you, Michael? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you, too. Happy Easter 2017 for the people who are listening in. For the time capsule. For the time capsule, for the people who have discovered this podcast in 2025 and are now going back and listening to the embarrassing first one. But with reverence, because we're a huge sensation huge in the future. internet sensations. Even... If there is an internet, it's probably not an internet. It'll be something new. Brain thing. The anyway. The every net. Um, Benjamin, um, as you know, being the first podcast, we, we don't have uh, theme music. Mm-hmm. So um, I've, I've written something for us here. Wonderful. Um, and I'm just, going to, I'm just going to go. Let's go. Let's go straight into the theme music. Okay, we'll go straight into the theme, theme music. music. This is, remember, this is kind of a placeholder, temporary theme music. And obviously, this will be improved as later. we go along. There's, there's to be a okay. cameo later. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, here we go. It's definitely not just me singing. Okay. Okay. Theme music for the podcast. Uh, We don't actually have any theme music, so someone will probably make one up for us. I don't want to name any... Rachel! I hope it's Rachel that does that for the podcast. That was definitely not you just singing. No, it was. That, oh, okay. <laughs> it was me, Ben. Okay. Uh, people, I think people are aware that we're in the same room and you can see oh, me. <laughs> so I don't. This is terrible. Yeah, we're ruining the illusion. Let's not lie to we're our audience. Ruining the illusion. Let's not lie to our audience. Let's not. Especially considering that very same audience is who we need to make the theme music. True, it would be starting on the wrong foot. Okay, Ben. Uh, so we're we're doing the first episode here, and we're calling this episode. Moonshite? But but it's said with a questioning intonation. Because we're not sure. Because we're not sure. We're not it sure. might be shite. Could be anything. But yeah. but it, it won't be won't be shite. It might be. Anyway, we'll let's see. find out. Let's find out. Ben Who who even is Moon Knight? Who even is Moon Knight? Uh Moon Knight is a rather interesting character from the seventies. Well that's your opinion, Ben. Um well to me, he's a rather interesting character from the 70s. Anyway, Moon Knight's first debut was in 1975 in Werewolf by Night, which was one of Marvel's horror-based kind of adventure comic series uh, featuring a space werewolf. In, um, in what way is a, a first debut different from a second debut? I suppose if you want to be pedantic, Michael, there is no difference between a first debut and a regular debut. <laughs> I would edit that out, but there's, no, there's no, really no point. <laughs> so in his first debut, since there's no difference, I'm choosing to use my one. That's uh, going to be our first podcast catchphrase. <laughs> first debut. <laughs> um, he actually became the villain of the piece and he was sent to hunt the... Hold on a minute. Say that again. I want to do an over overreaction. <laughs> the, the villain of the piece. The what? <laughs> the villain of the piece, Michael. But I thought he was a hero. I know. I know. A, a hero with some uh, very murky beginnings. Uh, he was actually um, a vengeful assassin sent to kill the space werewolf of Werewolf by Night. Um, and hold on, he only lasted... Hold on. Hold on. Oh. I need to interrupt again. I'm very sorry. No, it's okay. It's fine. You can't just throw around the term space werewolf without explaining it. I know. That's not the character <laughs> ah, we're talking sorry. about. Sorry. Um, Spider-Man's uh, editor in his comics, J. Jonah Jameson, uh, had a nephew that was introduced in the 70s. This nephew was very beloved by J. Jonah Jameson. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> Is it definitely his nephew, or are you just saying that because I I'm said gonna it? I'm going to say nephew because I'm assuming it's his nephew. It could be his son, and I'm not sure which one it is. We'll go back and check it. We'll put it down below in 
a comment section or something. We'll so, find something. So a male blood relative. A male blood relative of J. Jonah Jameson, assumedly carrying the second name Jameson, uh, went on one of Marvel uh, Universe's first manned mission to Mars. And while he was there, he found a stone. Ooh, the Ooh, Mars stone. A Mars stone, which would later be called the Bloodstone. Oh, was it called the it Mars stone? It was called, it was the Mars stone, I think, in the first couple of episodes. I guess um, And he brought it back to Earth, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> until. Wow. Until. Comics in the 70s were great. <laughs> the first full moon. Oh. Mm. And combining the first full moon with Martian rocks. We week out our, our first space werewolf. Cool. Um, and strangely enough, uh, that, that never really took off past the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now it's making something of a comeback. His, the, the space werewolf has featured in, in several comics, including Venom's toxin run-in oh, really? thing. Yeah, it keeps popping um, up again. Do you think Marvel own the trademark rights to the term the space werewolf? Because if not, I have an idea for you. <laughs> we, could, we could pay them that and make a fortune. <laughs> it is entirely possible. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. to come back to our mm-hmm. main character uh, and his first debut. Um, Moon Knight actually only lasted two issues in Werewolf by Night. Um, and then due to popular fan demand, uh, was brought back in 1976 with his own original series. Where he finally got a background. And the wonderful thing about Moon Knight is he has one of the strangest backgrounds um, in the Marvel Universe. Great. Great. Yes, great. Great. So, he is Mark Spector. Is and he? He is. He is. And to tie in with his murky beginnings, mm-hmm. he had an even more ethically ambiguous background in that he was a mercenary. Did you say ethically or ethnically? Ethically. Okay, ethically. Good. Keep it clean. There's there's no <laughs> ethnic questioning going on in this podcast. Just so we're clear. Um, yeah, so he's basically a mercenary. Wow. Things and are he, getting murky. He worked with, he worked with um, a group of mercenaries in who worked throughout Africa and Egypt. And this was led by a man called Bushman. And it's not Bushman. Bush. It's, it's Bushman. Okay. Bushman. It is legitimately the second name of this character. Okay, and he in some way controls bushes. He no, he doesn't. He's just a pretty nasty piece of work in the Marvel universe. Okay. Uh, anyway, he's a soldier of fortune, previously trained as a boxer and soldier. Who? Bushman? No, no. Moon Knight. Okay. Moon Knight. Mark Spector. And Mark Spector joins Bushman. And his cadre of mercenaries. No, let's call him Bushman. <laughs> okay. Joins Bushman. Uh, <laughs> and he joins them on... on uh, <laughs> he joins them in Egypt, where um, they're hired to look after a temple. Benjamin. Yes. Very few bushes in Egypt. Very few. Rendering him powerless. <laughs> Rendering Bushman... Powerless. Uh, so they found, they come across uh, an expedition or an archaeological dig okay. in Egypt mm-hmm. run by two people. There is a doctor mm-hmm. and his daughter, Marlene. Mm-hmm. Pay she, attention to Marlene. She sounds sexy. She, she, she is to be sexy. She is the sexy love interest of Mark Spector. Right. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Moving on from there. So, pay attention to Marlene. She comes up later. Okay. Anyway. Bushman. Bushman, yes. 
obviously sees all the gold in this temple and decides, no, no, I'm not protecting this. This is to be mine. And then he summons a horde of bushes. <laughs> to attack the poor unsuspecting doctor. Ah, it's brambles! Who dies in shrubbery. And then Marvel suffered a, a very large lawsuit from Monty Python. Does that happen Oli in Monty Grail. Python? Yeah. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, this happens. Anyway, the doctor objects to Bushman's looting of the pyramid. <laughs> Man. <laughs> and his punishment for this what? is to have his neck snapped by Who? the head mercenary. The doctor. The doctor, okay. Father of Marlene mm-hmm. has his neck snapped by Bushman. Mm-hmm. And this <laughs> That's good commitment, Ben. And this good commitment for that word. So Mark Spector chooses that moment. Mm-hmm. Not, not least because Marlene is there weeping over her dead father to grow a conscience and he objects to Bushman. He then challenges Bushman's right to lead the troop and his actions and the two have a fight and he loses. Oh no. Because Mark Spector is not yet in peak form. Right. Okay. And he is left to die in the desert. Okay. Now, Bushman takes everything of use. Uh, we're never going to get through this. Oh. It's a disaster. <laughs> Bushman takes oh, everything of use. I'm having a real hard time keeping this together. And moves back to civilization. He leaves Mark in the desert. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I forgot to mention Frenchie. No, I forgot Frenchie. No, we'll come to so, Frenchie later. Frenchie is another mercenary who works in this cadre. And, and he and, and Mark Spector have a very strong kinship. Mm-hmm. So Frenchie stays behind when Mark is left to die. Mm-hmm. And Marlene stays behind when Mark is supposedly left to die and dead. Mm-hmm. And they leave his body in front of the temple. But what nobody realizes, this is the temple of Khonshu. Khonshu. Khonshu is real. Khonshu is real. He is an actual Egyptian deity. Mm. And he is the deity of travelers by night. And the moon. And the moon. The moon god and protector of travelers by night. Uh, and he is left there. And then the interesting thing to do with Mark Spector begins. So, he naturally is dying and we have to have some kind of heroic origin. So, Kanchu comes to Mark Spector in his death haze mm-hmm. and agrees to bring him back to life if Moon Knight agrees to be his knight on Earth. And because mm-hmm. he is the god of the moon... He's the god of the moon. And he needs a knight. What's he going to be called? Moon Knight. Oh. Shocker. <laughs> you I thought it was Knight of the Moon. No, Space Werewolf. Space <laughs> I got, I got my origins mixed up again. You gotta stop doing. So Ben, hold on a second. Is is Moon Knight just Batman in white clothes? Now, I think, and Marvel have never admitted this, but I think that Moon Knight is definitely Marvel's attempt to keep up with seventies Silver Age Batman. Um, And I think that's genuinely why he was created. However, Mm -hmm. I also think. That in more recent runs and in his later runs, he has an aspect that Batman doesn't have. And we're going to move on to that now. So, his 70s adventures were very interesting because he created two alter egos to serve him better when he returned to New York. Mm -hmm. He returned to New York, by the way, after becoming the Knight of the Moon. Because everything happens in New York. Everything happens in New York. It's big, it's Maybe he gets a slice. Yeah, he gets a slice and fights crime on the side. The white costume was a bad... Bad choice for having a slice. But still, still, tomato sauce blunders aside, he goes back to New York. 
And he begins to fight crime, but he realises very, very quickly... Does he almost get hit by a taxi cab? He doesn't. He avoids taxi cabs. He's rather nimble in okay. his new Moon Knight form. Uh, so he avoids taxi cabs. Mm-hmm. He sticks generally to roofs. Mm-hmm. Not unlike a certain DC superhero. Daredevil. Um, hmm? Daredevil. No, Superman. <laughs> Um, yeah, moving on from there. <laughs> so he creates two new identities for himself mm-hmm. Steve Grant and mm-hmm. Jake Lockley Who are they? Steve Grant is the millionaire kind of shoulder rubbing socialite so hold on a second um, I don't know how well this mic is going to pick up me fake coughing as I say something mm-hmm. so imagine uh, <laughs> Bruce Wayne <laughs> That pretty much, yeah, I, I think that's fair. Okay, so he creates this man because, as we all know, when crimes are being planned in New York, it's done at cocktail parties, social with martinis and socialites and things like that. Tuxedos. And then he realized that doing all his spying on criminal classes at high rise parties was no use, so he created a second identity, which was Jake Lockley, a New York City cab driver, Oi. who could. Who could listen in intently while he drove his cab. Have a slice. And no one suspects a cabbie. So he became Jake Lockley and did that as well. So he ended up having three different identities. He had Steve Grant. Mm-hmm. Billionaire socialite. Mm-hmm. Jake Lockley. Sure. New York City cab driver. With a slice. And Moon Knight. The errant hero who works for Conchu. Okay. And so this went quite well for some time. Mm-hmm. And they started to show a little bit of strain on uh, Mark Spector's identity. And towards the end of his initial run, or his first debut run, <laughs> if you will, he actually begins to fracture a little bit. And then, unfortunately, his sales aren't so good, so Marvel kind of goes, eh, you're done. And they get rid of him. Get out of here, white okay? man. Yeah, so it, it kind of all falls apart for good old Moonlight, and that, that kind of sucks. But then... They decide to give him a go again because Batman sales picked up and they thought, oh, well, we have a, a white costume vigilante to take it on. So they, they brought him back in 1985 and they brought him back as the Fist of Conchu. Um, not to be confused with Iron Fist. Not, not at all similar. I'm, um, doing, I'm doing a fist. There is, there is a fist. Ben. I'm doing a fist, Adam. Just, yeah, you have to picture it in your, your, your listener's eye. You have, you have surprisingly big hands. <laughs> I do. They are very hands big bigger hands. than mine. I have very big hands. That's weird. I know. It is bizarre. Is that a congenital thing? Uh, they don't even match my wrists. My wrists are quite <laughs> slender. My wrists are rather rather big. It's like the Hulk hands that you can buy but in fleshy human colour. Oh, um, shovel hands, I like to think of them as. Um, so anyway, they bring him back as the Fist of Conchu. And the mistake that they make this time is that they try to make him more of a superhero. So I think readers kind of objected to the mystical angle in the first um, run with Moon Knight. And so they thought that the, the way to fix this would be to make him more superhero So they brought him back. And this time he had a, a giant Egyptian ankh on his chest. I don't know. You can't see this, but I am pointing to my chest as if you can. Well, when, when people are seeing the YouTube version, they'll see an ankh. They'll see an ankh. For yeah, the so people who don't know what an ankh is. It's, it's a, an, an ancient symbol of Egypt. It's an Egyptian cross. Yeah, basically. It's an Egyptian cross. So he, he bears the ankh upon his chest, and then they give him a series of weapons. So as to further distance him from Batman, he has a series of Egyptian-themed weapons. He has tiny little silver moon crescents that are kind of like batarangs. Moonarangs. He has a baton 
Which doubles as a grappling hook. But which, surely it's not called a baton, it would be a moonen. I think it's his moon baton. <laughs> I don't think he was even that creative. Um, and he had other various Egyptian-themed weapons. And this series actually tanked. It didn't do well at all, and it was cancelled after six, uh, six issues. Would it have been better if he had a moon-themed tank? I it probably I would have read it more. Mm. If it had it. I was, when was this? Were you alive? This was, this was no, I wasn't alive, but I would have picked it up in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he failed again as Marvel's Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the, the one group of people who might listen to us this who don't already know us are Moon Knight fans and yeah. you're going out of your way to annoy them <laughs> I, I really don't care much for, for your adoration of Moon Knight but the good news is it gets better it gets better okay it gets better so after that uh, in 1989 we're just going to skip all over this because once we go from 1989 through the 90s Moon Knight doesn't really hold down a solid series he gets a new series called Mark Spector Moon Knight and it just doesn't really click again Khonshu gets brought back in and the mystical element gets wrapped back in but there's a whole Time travel, timey-wimey, mix-up thing in the middle. Um, he joins the West Coast Avengers. And then all he really is is a cameo. Yeah, West Coast to try and be cool and edgy. Uh, Mick did a West Coast symbol with I his did. hand. But um, but Ben didn't see this. I put my hand under the table first to manipulate my own fingers into position. <laughs> it looked very smooth and cool to me. The transition was flawless. And then what happened was he became like a cameo person for many, many years. Moving on from there, he didn't really have a solid point. Marvel brought him back in 2006 um, under the, the keen, keen writing of Steve Houston uh, and he was drawn by David Fincher. So he was super buff and very grimy. Um, and this brought in a really interesting part of his personality. He became ultra-violent. Um, and his run in 2006 culminated in him tearing off the previously mentioned Bushman. Bushman. He carved his face off Ugh. with one of the silver... Uh, moon crescents nice. that he throws at people and so people kind of backed away from it then they were like oh, that's a bit much and he gained a reputation as a lunatic <laughs> which is derived from the moon Ben, ben do you want to explain that for the listeners what, uh, what a lunatic is the term given to those who are affected by the moon's sway and act a little bit wilder so he's, the full a, moon. he's a madman. He's a madman. He's some sort of like madman. Bushman. He's some sort of moon-influenced madman. madman. Mm. Okay, thank you very much, Ben. Um, I'm going to stop you before you get to the, no, the latest absolutely fine. series because what I, what what we're here really is this has been in my head for a few weeks and I have to get it out before I, I physically explode. So uh, this has been in my head for a few weeks. So I have to get it out before I physically explode. I have to say that again because Ben um, Ben told me I was too close to the mic. So he might edit that bit out. I think I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> or he might leave it in. Who knows? Makes we, you seem we'll, a little sillier. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. So um, we're gonna, I'm going to pitch this to you, Ben. Wonderful. Um, I'm going to pitch you an eight-episode Netflix Moonlight series. Because Michael does not think... That he's a poor man's Batman. No, well, feels he is deserving well, of his own. Well, no, hold role. on a minute. Hold on a minute. I'm. Let's not jump to conclusions here. He might be a poor man's Batman, but <laughs> we're going to play to that. We, we're going to play to that. That's going to come into it. That's all. Okay. Look, it all comes together. It's, okay. it's multiple threads. Everything comes together. Um, so, as you know, Ben, science has determined that eight episodes is the optimum number of episodes it for is. any TV show. It truly um, is. So we're going to we're going to go with eight episodes. 
Huh. And I'm going to give you a little episode by episode breakdown. Let's start with episode one. <laughs> so, episode one. I'll tell you the name of the episode at the end. But episode one um, opens on a face. Uh, a kind of disheveled looking face. It's the face of um noted actor whose name I've forgotten to write down. Uh, Rami. Rami. No. Rami. Um, oh, I can't. Oh, I'm going to have to give it a Google. <laughs> I've forgotten his name. Yeah, the guy yeah, from Mr. Robot. Yeah, he's from Mr. Robot. I was going to say Mr. Nobody. I've forgotten his name. The guy from Mr. Robot. You know the guy. Rami. The, he's the one everybody wants to play Moon Knight. Uh, What's his name? Rami Malik. Rami Malik. Yes. Malik. There it so is. Our, bless Google. Google. Google's the best. We're not sponsored by Google. Google, if you do want to sponsor us, email us. Link is in the description. Please do. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it opens on the much more disheveled face of Rami Malik. Now, coincidentally, this particular actor happens to be Egyptian American. Useful. That is useful. But as I said, look, it all ties together. Okay, all so there's, together. A, there's a whole thing. There's no on. iron fist happening here. There's a whole thing. <laughs> Diversity. Yeah, let's, look, let's, representation is important. Equality matters to us here. But this is going to be... It's, it's a plot. There's a plot. It's all part of the plot. It's all plot-driven, character-driven. Everything's everything's fine. So it opens. A cold open, if, you, if you're with your terminology. I it's do a, like cold it's opens. A cold open. It's a cold open on the disheveled face of this guy. Hmm. Uh, long hair... Maybe a bit of a withdrawn look in his eyes. Ooh. And we just hear a voice. It's not him speaking. We hear a voice. And the voice says, Mark Spector isn't real. Ooh. Steve Grant isn't real. Ooh. And then it cuts away. Nice. Okay, so... Like, what? Who, who is that guy? I'm already involved. Yeah, we're... Like, we're, like who... What? Who even is Mark Spector? We've been denied two guesses. Two. I made two guesses as to who he was, and I was wrong on both. You were wrong on both of them. Who, who mm. is it? So, then, complete change of tone. We might have the title scene, but I think first episode, no credits. No need. No, no opening. No need. So, we go straight into um, the same guy, but now he's uh, he's looking all grisly. He's looking all Zero Dark Thirty. He's looking all... Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Nice. He's looking all... Give me another mercenary movie. Soldier of Fortune. Soldier of Fortune. He's got he, the beard. He's got the beard. He's got the long hair. He's rugged as so, hell. Yeah, but we don't want him to look like military. Oh. He, he, he wants to look mercenary. Oh, okay. So right? he, he, there's no code of honor here. There's no... Well, hold on. Don't, oh, don't, don't okay. jump to conclusions sorry, then. I've, I've jumped um, I'm talking more from I'm the sorry. equipment point of view. I like, see. Ah, uh, okay. He's not... Uh, he's uh, not colour coordinated. No, he's not a rank soldier. There are no stripes present here. Exactly. Okay. And we watch as Mark Spector is the same actor. I see. But he looks different. But he looks different now. And hopefully he looks different enough that if you're not really on the ball with this, you're not going to notice they're the same guy. Okay. That's okay. the makeup department's job. That's, yeah. That's, but, that's for them to decide how, how we're going to handle that. So, uh, what I'm thinking here is the tone for this segment wants to be somewhere between your Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, your Michael Bay war films, and a little bit of Iron Man. Ooh, touch of Iron, Iron Man. That wasn't, that wasn't bad, where they actually had colour instead of the neutral palette that yeah. Marvel uses for You know, yeah. what my inspiration for this is the, the 
Is it Afghanistan and Iron Man one? I think it's Afghanistan, isn't it? Was I think that that's, the topical... I think that's the phase they were in. Yeah. Was that the topical war? Anyway, I hope so. Little bit of banter, even. So oh. we, we we follow as Mark Spector, this grizzled mercenary, um, meets uh, the other mercenaries in his um, in his unit. Is that what a group of mercenaries is called? Cadre. I don't want to say You couldn't call them a gang. Gang. The lads. He meets the lads. He meets the lads. He meets the lads. He meets the lads. And they're a a decent set of lads. And one of the lads um, is French Algerian. Oh. Mm. Oh. (laughs) So, you know, he's a little French. He talks like that. But, you know, he's... Topical. Very Algerian, right? Topical. And we follow as this group. So, we've we've got Mark Spector, who's... Egyptian American. Yep. We've got Ticket. the French Algerian guy. We've got a bunch of other guys. Okay. And three of them are American. Okay, we've got three and Americans. We learn through a briefing um, that they're going to Libya, hopefully. I mean, we can make it Libya. It's important. Libya's beside Egypt, isn't it? Not far. I'm acting like I haven't it's, researched this. Not far. It is. They're, they have a border. It's like a dark trip. <laughs> That's only Irish people are going to even know. Sorry, that. it's like a commute. A commute on a small a, town commute on a on a inefficient rail system. <laughs> anyway, um, so we learned that they're going into Libya as part of the Libyan civil war as a mercenary unit. I think we can get away with that. Fun. It's not too controversial. No, it's more timeline. But yeah. anyway, um, we we meet the leader of the mercenary unit, and the leader of the mercenary unit is a man called Raoul Bushman. <laughs> Bushman. Bushman. And uh, we follow them through a training session, and uh, we see them travelling together, all creating this atmosphere yeah, 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 yeah. of uh, of brotherhood. A tight and, unit. Tight, exactly. But we see uh, a boxing sparring match. And we see the boxing sparring match between Mark and the French-Algerian guy. I see. Whose name I've completely forgotten. And we see that Mark's a very good boxer. But uh, one of the American mercenaries interrupts their boxing match and says, like, when are you pussies going to let us real guys spar? Spar. Something like that. And then there's a bit of pushing and shoving. A bit of masculinity. Exactly. The American guy gets in with Mark. Mark... Beats him up handily. We see he's a tough guy. We see he's got the boxing skills. <clears throat> he's got the skills. He's got this. Then it gets a bit racial. Oh, and, I don't know uh, how I feel about that. Exactly. Well, look, oh. it's all relevant. It's all relevant. So this guy, his, his pride is hurt. Uh, okay. And he's confronting two ethnic gentlemen. <laughs> who aren't from where he's he, from. The men who aren't from where he's from. And that's and he all says, it takes. You guys, you always stick together. And then Mark's like, hey... I'm from Chicago, you asshole. Is that, cool. is that how people from Chicago I, talk? It can, it can be in our realm. Like, yeah, it's, so it's fine. Know, I'm from Chicago, you asshole. Little bit of a Captain America throwback. There's, ah, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. then um, um, we see them and they're going off on their first mission in Afghanistan. Yeah. They're raiding a compound or something. Good, good. And this is our, our first action beat, basically. Okay, I like it. And, you know, it's a very typical... Action movie, five by five, hand signals, night vision goggles, but realistic. The whole nine yeah, people yeah. get clipped with bullets; they go down. There's none of this walking it off. Oh, we're not walking it off. No, this uh. is realistic. This is this is real. Uh. This is. How if, do we convince people they could fight in war though? 
People won't walk away with the sense that they could do this. Oh, that's very political. <laughs> it's very political, isn't can we, it? Can we get away with that? It's okay. I'll end it. So anyway, um, it gets very. Uh, uh, it's intense, and in the end, uh, our guys win. A little bit of tension, maybe, in it, where uh, there's maybe a bit of tension between the the Arabic mercenaries and the the. American mercenaries yes, sure. and they're not necessarily as quick to help each other as they it's could pre, be it's pre-established tension we, we, we've got this exactly right so that's um, then after that mission we cut and now still episode one now we're in grim and gritty New York okay so we, okay. we've oh we're jumping we're jumping we're jumping okay. so we're in grim and gritty New York there are no title cards Nothing like Again, that. Again, very just, tasteful. We're just, you know, we'll, we'll set the scene with scenery or something. I don't I know. Like it. So we're in grim and gritty New York. Things are grim and gritty. There's a guy eating a slice. There's a guy almost being hit by a taxi are cab. Are we going 1980s? <laughs> um, in the sense of the atmosphere of it. Okay, so we're, we're, we're harking back to a former New York. Yeah. That no longer exists, but will for the tone of this show. Right, exactly. And in this scene, we see a gentleman... We never see his face. Okay. But we see him buttoning up a white shirt. We see him putting on a white waistcoat. Ah. We see him putting on a white over jacket. Uh, putting on white gloves with knuckle dusters. Oh, wonderful. And pulling on a mask. And that's the only time we pan up to his face, we see him pulling on the mask. Okay. And then we follow as this guy heads out onto the rooftops and starts running across the rooftops and yeah. jumping Standard New York vigilante. New York vigilante. And mm. um, we we finish with him scoping out an apartment building. Nice. Right? Then, back to Libya. Okay. And in Libya, um, our guys are on their way back from another mission. Okay. And as they're on their way back from another mission, um, they're attacked. Roadside explosive devices, uh, ambush. Damn IEDs. And... They go off mission. They go off mission and chase the attackers. And unbeknownst to them, but beknownst to us, well, um, we're in on it. <laughs> they end up following them into Egypt. Okay. Okay. Ah, they've crossed a border. They've crossed a border. You're not to do that. You're not supposed to. It's you're bad. You're not it's to be doing that. Politics no. and what? Down with that sort of thing. That's another reference that only some people will get. <laughs> <laughs> so they cross the border into into Egypt. Okay. And in Egypt, they keep battling these guys that are chasing them, they're harrying them, they're, they're, mm. the battles back and forth and they're following them and they end up at night in this temple structure. Gee, what temple could that be, Mick? <laughs> it's Konshu. It's Konshu. It's Konshu's temple. It's Konshu's temple. temple. So, um, then, here's the twist. Oh, there's, there's a, a twist. There's a twist. There's always a twist. I love a twist. Um, in the twist, mm. all during the firefight in the temple, uh, Raoul Bushman ah. gives an order over the radio and... All of the non-Americans turn on the Americans. And they shoot all of the Americans in the group. Oh, no. And Mark Spector and his up-to-this-point antagonist... Protagonist? 
No, it would be antagonist. His, it would yeah. be his antagonist. The guy who pissed him off. The guy who pissed him off. They, Mr. Pissoff. They, Mr. Pissoff. Jonathan Pissoff. <laughs> Jonathan Pissoff. P-I-S-S-O-V. Of the New York Pissoffs. Of the New York Pissoffs. He's like, hey, what? I know my name's funny. That's why I'm such a dick. He's <laughs> <laughs> compensating. He's compensating for some stuff. So, um, they, they're killed. Oh, no. They're both killed. They're Defending bo- each other. <gasps> they're both killed. They're both killed. Oh, no. And you know who kills them? The French guy. The No. I know. I didn't see it coming. No, you're stunned. You son of a bitch. You are stunned. So you then, played on my preconceived notions of the character. Right. Then, um, we see the non-American guys coming into the temple, making sure everything's done, and they put CIA identity on all of the killed Americans. Ah. So now... Egypt is going to think that the CIA were illegally operating in Egypt. And the whole thing was a stitch up. Boo! Powder keg of intrigue. Okay, so they leave Mark. Yeah, yeah. Mark's dead, he's in the temple. Mark's done. And there's nothing special about Mark, except he happens to have died in front of the statue of Khonshu. Which the slideshow's not working. Slideshow's not working. It, it was. The slideshow, which is really only for Ben. <laughs> it, it will be for you. We're, oh, here we, go, here we go. Okay, Don't we'll, look at her. She's later. Sorry, she's later. So, Mark dies in front of um, the statue of Conchu. Excellent. Conchu totem in the house. Right. Okay, good. Nice and grim. Like, like yeah, yeah dark, grim. Scary. Like grizzled, ancient. Yeah. A little bit of dust. Maybe spider. Then, some people come in and they put a silvery white sheet oh my. over Mark. Oh my, there's other people. Right? Okay. You never see their faces though. Okay, no, I'm, I'm still involved and though. the I'm... final thing that happens before this episode ends is the sheet twitches and mm-hmm. the statue of Conchu's head turns to look at it. Ooh! End episode. Ooh, I'm, I'm in. Are you in? I'm in, you got me. Are you in? You got That's me. That's episode one. That's a solid pilot. It's a pretty good pilot. I'm like, I'm on board. Are you in? I'm, I'm in. You see, I'm in. you have to be in. Because episode two is weird. Okay, so I, I I have to basically commit. I'm committing early in the hopes that it gets better. No, it's what? What's wrong with the first? No, episode? sorry, sorry, sorry. That was a misspoken phrase. <laughs> I said it. This one's so good that I'm in. Yeah, and I'm going to stick it out. Yeah, even though two is going to be weird. Yeah, because two's okay. going to be weird. Two's two's going to be weird. But two's I mean, be weird. the comics are weird. Right, they, they get weird. That's the point. Listeners, we, we didn't we didn't give you the history of the the interesting comics. <laughs> this this is this is the twist of the whole thing. I am very harsh on nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties, and even two thousand and six as Moon Knight. But what the, about when he was Captain America? I didn't like him as Captain America. Is this when he hallucinated Wolverine, Captain America, and Spider Man as cohorts? That's yeah. not that's not in this. It's not in this. That came later. There was a whole thing. Basically, his fractured mental state conjured up three well known superheroes. Um, and I think that's kind of where they jumped the shark with Moon Knight completely. Um, and so, but the new run of Moon Knight is fantastic. This ties in perfectly well with that. Okay. So, do you want to know what the episode title for episode one was? Go ahead. Guess. Uh, it was the most compelling sentence from, uh, the, whole, from um, the whole thing. Kill the Americans? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're on a watch list. Oh, we talked about Libya, and then Ben said, "Kill the Americans." We're on a we're on a watch. We're sorry, America. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> no, 
Mark Spector isn't real. Oh, that was the most compelling sentence. You see, you brought me on a whirlwind narrative, and I completely forgot the yep. opening because I was just so involved. These are this is what happens. I have nothing against Americans for anyone who is wiretapping <laughs> this entire affair. Just, just so we're clear. Oh god! And Mick is going to paint the house. So you know, I haven't. Um, I don't know who would play the French Algerian guy, and I don't know who would play the the Bushman. The Bushman. The Bushman. I was thinking South African. Oh, I think we should definitely probably tinker around with that. Mercenary backgrounds are a, a, a well-known South African yeah. trope in films, aren't they? Yeah, we, could, we do it a lot. Could we get DiCaprio? I'm sure he'd give it a go. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So I mean, He's already got his Oscar. Now he's just really cashing in. Yeah. He's just, so he's he, he has the Oscar now. So he can do let's, what he wants. let's start episode two. Yeah. Okay. Episode two. So, episode two opens on... The exact same shot as episode one. Okay. So back to the disheveled face of Rami oh, Malik. So we've gone straight back to Rami Malik. Straight back okay. to Rami Malik. Remember? Like, we were, I like Rami. Uh, we no, like Rami's, Rami's a tried and tested staple. But Rami was Mar- Mark as well. Oh, he's Mark. Oh, no, he's not Mark. He's what, real. Mark Spector is Mark's real. real. Oh, you've turned Mark's it back on real. me. That's, I'm here. I'm, I'm involved. You've turned my own thing back I on am, me. I am along for the ride. Okay. So we open back on, on Rami and we hear the same sentence. Mark Spector isn't real. Okay. Steve Grant isn't real. Okay. They're your imagination. Ah, so we've added a sentence to right. our mysterious exactly. disembodied voice. And I think I know who it is. Now we pan out mm-hmm. and we pan out and we are in a, a mental institute. Ah. Now look. Now look. This is why the first episode had to catch you because the second episode in the mental institute Look, these things happen. It's going to test your loyalty. It's going to... People are going to think, oh, it's Iron Fist again. Yep. There's an envelope. It will be pushed. People are going to say, just do the Iron Fist and escape. And it will be like, he's not the Iron Fist. He's not the Iron Fist. He's he's Conchu's fist. So then they'll say, do the Conchu fist. (laughs) Which isn't a martial arts technique. It is now. It is. Well, it will be as soon as we work out what it is. It may just be a fist bump between podcast hosts. So we uh, we pan out and we see we're in an interview room. Ah. And we have uh, whoever this guy is. Mm. He he used to be Mark Spector in the other story, but he doesn't appear to be But Mark he doesn't Spector. appear to be anything like the soldier of fortune we previously encountered, cool, suave and collected. And he's sitting opposite a doctor. Okay. And ideally the doctor would be um, the same doctor... From Iron Fist. Do you remember that guy? Yes. The competent the, the, guy. The competent guy who understands that mental patients have to be treated with dignity and yeah, he's care. The, as the opposed weirdest, to... Yeah. The weirdest is psychiatric doctor in television yeah, history. Just doesn't totally fit with, with anything at all or what TV has told the psychiatric wards are, which is sketchy and just awful. So it's him. Yes. And okay. through, hopefully, a cleverly scripted um, um, interview... What better way for an interview than some spotless exposition? <laughs> so we learn that this got? guy is Jake Loxley. Is that uh, his name? Did I pronounce Lockley. Sir? Jake Lockley. Lockley, there's no S. But so, you did very well. Thanks. So we learn that this guy is Jake Lockley. Uh-huh. And Jake Lockley um, is a cab driver from New York. And he has had a mental breakdown. And he has had a mental breakdown because he was... Trapped in his taxi cab. In his taxi cab? With his slice. With his slice. 
Some real shady folks got the cab. Some real shady folks, I'll tell you that. He was trapped in his taxi cab with a slice by falling debris during the incident. Oh, the incident. <gasps> we're, we're working the incident in. You have to get the incident For those in. who are unaware of what the incident is, that is how Netflix shows, <coughs> the chosen network for this show, <laughs> uh, refer to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the events of Avengers. Yeah. So The event. Um, we, probably not through flashback, because that would be too expensive, but through... We, uh, we don't have time for flashbacks. In a real world. But we, we see that uh, Jake was trapped in his taxi cab mm. Uh, mm. by the Chitauri invasion. Okay. And he was saved by Thor. Oh, Thor, Thor. Um, we, we, Thor. Can't, we, we can get the rights to his hair. Just from behind. We can't get his whole, but we can get like, the left bicep and some hair. the other Hemsworth. The, yeah, he'd stand in for his brother. Not that. Not the one you're thinking of, the other one. Oh, the other, other the third Hemsworth. One. The, the one, one who was in Westworld. That one. Yeah. 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 We'll we get him. Older, older Hemsworth. Older Hemsworth. By the way, this is in no way to offend or alienate older Hemsworth if he wants to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> does, does he have money? Still. What's his name? Look him, up, look him up on... Well, he's not giving it to us. Um, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Liam Hemsworth's Hemsworth. brother. Anyway, so, okay. He, Sidetracked. He was saved by Thor. Okay. And um, we learned from the Doctor that this has given him a weird... Psychological break about okay. gods and superheroes. Okay, sure. And um, the doctor interviews him, and and he, uh, he he tries to explain how all this isn't real. He shows him pictures of the incident. He shows him maybe he shows him a video clip. Sure. Of um, that would be useful to explain things. Yeah, video he shows clips. him a video clip of Thor rescuing him. And oh, okay. So this is a well documented thing. Event. Yeah, exactly. He's Thor just, saves Cabby. He's, he's a madman. Oh, he's a madman. He's a complete madman. He's a lunatic. <laughs> anyway. No. Okay. It's all um, tied in. It, one of the things that we see here is that um, we will have some scenes without Jake. Okay. Um, and in the scenes without Jake, one, for example, we'll see his doctor talking to one of the other staff of the hospital. Ah. Marlene. She's very pretty. That's Christina Milian. Ah, it's Christina Milian. Just so you know. In oh. every pitch I ever make on this podcast, Christina Milian is going to be in it. I'm perfectly okay Even with that. Even if it's I'm... like a Desert Island movie. Chris, Christina Milian, dare I say it, was a formative experience for me. That that video involving the oil slick was... But you're ten years younger than me and it was a formative experience for me. <laughs> I, form, I formed early. <laughs> I formed early. Very early. Very early. <laughs> now I feel weird. That's why my voice is so deep and less. Yes. Um, Terrifying. Years so, of experience. Anyway, uh, she's not too glamorous in this scene. She's not necessary. Worry. No, important that she isn't. Not necessary. She is a she's a hospital worker, uh, and we see without Jake being present. Okay. That this is real. Oh, okay. So we're aware that the construct exists outside of Jake's worldview. Okay, right. good. Okay. So we've tied it all in. Then, and this is the big twist. Then we go. To Jake. Okay. I'm doing air quotes. Air quotes, Jake. Jake. In the TV room of the mental institute. Mm. And on the TV, he's watching. And as we're watching... Yeah, hold on. Okay, okay. On. I'm, still, I'm still with you. We're I'm going still with you. Here. We're going the, the slideshow has revealed something that has thrown me for a loop. As we're watching, 
we see, uh, we'll probably like pan into the TV or something. I'm no director. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll but figure it out post production. We see Fine. on screen uh, the same actor again, Rami Rami Malek again. Okay, but this time he's got the high and tight CW haircut. No, right? He's got he's clean shaven. He's got a bit of guy liner. Oh, okay. So we, we've we've CW'd him. We've CW'd him, okay. right? We're even probably filming like from just down, slightly below him, looking up. In a, doing, in a kind of in a kind uh, of heroic yeah, sort okay. of pose. Okay. There's a and, strong score in the background rising. Right, mm. and we hear, mm. and we hear. My name is Stephen Grant. Years ago, in a previous life, I was a mercenary who died. Then the Egyptian moon god Conchu brought me back, and now I fight crime. As Moon Knight. And then we get a CW style. So, just for people who don't know what no, CW... No, no, no copyright infringement intended, but that, that, that does sound very like a show that is on the CW. Right, okay. Featuring someone who wears a hood. Right, like Moon Knight. Like so Moon Knight. We get a... For people who don't know, CW do Arrow, Flash, uh, Legends they of handle Tomorrow. All of, they handle all of DC's television... Uh, production in much the same way Netflix handles and ABC handles Marvel. right but in a very different way yes because in a very, very different way tonally different they focus very heavily on comic book right. uh, tones but everything's more glamorous everything's more clean everyone's a little bit sexier everyone's a bit sexier five o'clock shadow is the thing for superheroes and that's what we're going to have oh. and then we're going to have an opening title scene of this Moon Knight show excellent that Jake in inverted commas, <laughs> is watching. Nice. Okay. Right? Good. I'm still here. You're I'm still me? on board. Okay. Still on board. So, we go into the show, and in the show, it's um, your typical, that type of show scene, where we have Steve. Steve. Steve Grant. Steve Grant, who isn't and, real. Or is he? Or is he? Or, I mean, Or isn't he? This is exactly what we're trying to intrigue. I mean, how it's, how it's will all, we ever know? It's all in the air. How will we know? I'm, I'm hooked. Well, probably know after eight episodes <clears throat> we will or, well will we will we will we only i know we have to get season two he's got the notes over the other side of the table i can't even will see. we i've just written on this page will we in big text i'm so involved isn't it involving i heard how sheepish i am <laughs> I, just, I just want to see it now i know it's quite good. This has been in my brain for I'm weeks. Really, I'm really worried he's just going to leave the podcast and go right for Netflix. <laughs> Who's going to do the dialogue? Everything. Anyway, let's get episode two done for this, Sorry, for yeah, this episode. Sorry. So, we're in the embassy. The embassy. Right? And it's your typical CW ballroom party scene. Sure. Right? Sure. And we, we see Steve. Steve. And Steve's there in a tuxedo. Uh-huh. And he... Um, touches his ear and speaks into his earpiece and when he speaks into his earpiece we cut away to uh marlene oh marlene is in the cw and marlene is in the cw show okay okay and this time she's all sexy like exactly yeah so she's all glamorous she's all cw cw right and she is obviously his tech support wonderful so he's like where are the terrorists do you think the terrorists are Someone else will do the accents. Yeah. The terror. Do you think the terrorists are are gonna be here? <laughs> You're breaking a rule. But <laughs> the terrorists will possibly be here. So she's like, she'll yeah, say something like, "Gee, no, you, you, you stop worrying." 
The terrorists are on the way. That's a lady voice. That's a lady voice. And anyway, and damn then, good one. And then Steve says, um, "Where's, where's, um, where's, where's Frenchie?" Ah! And she says, "Don't worry, he's with you." And then it cuts to Frenchie saying, "You never trust me, Steve. You know I've got your back." And okay. maybe Frenchie's up on a balcony okay. or something. But inexplicably, he he's not French anymore. Well, he is still French. He's the same actor, but he's he's got an American accent now. He's got an American accent now. The 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 Algerian background, right, is now missing. No, no. Well, he's still Algerian because he's he looks Algerian. He's genetically Algerian. Genetically Algerian, however, but he's not. He's no longer tonally and accentally right. If not. We got, like, if this guy's a really good actor, he could even do like an American accent with. Tiny bits of French. Okay. Like an American actor doing a bad French accent might do. Like a gambit. Yeah. From an excellent movie. <laughs> you call people Shuri. <laughs> <laughs> Fix your accents, Hollywood. Yeah. Especially Irish. Anyway. Tom Cruise does not represent our nation. So, our first action beat of this episode. We're still only on episode two. We're still only on episode two. We're still on episode two. We've vastly gone over. Uh, so, the, the first action beat of this episode is the... Uh, embassy attack scene okay and the guys come in on zip lines smashing through the windows with smoke grenades nice nice and Steve and Frenchie fight them but in a real CW way very smooth fluid yeah not looking very painful no one gets hurt one punch hits one punch and they're down yeah we have two unarmed guys taking out multiple guys with guns because the guys forget to fire the guns oh yeah well I mean it's, it's a high tension situation you, you, you forget your trigger finger you know what I mean it's, it's a like, whole thing and then the guys are like oh my, my spleen my spleen <laughs> spleen's everywhere so no blood no gore no blood no gore it's just clean hits no real impact lots yeah. of spinning kicks lots of lots of punching the guy in the gut and then Doing a roll over him. And yeah, doing a back flipping kick. over another guy. Yeah, clipping him. Yeah, maybe wrapping the thing around the guy and then kicking him and he falls. Some quips. Oh, we're gonna have some quips. Loads of quips. Quips galore. They'll okay. be like, I, I can't think of any quips. Do uh, <laughs> a quip. A uh, uh, hostage embassy hostage quip. These these parties are always so dull. Something something classic. Like, classic, classic ball banter. Yeah, classic Chuck. Um, oh, maybe maybe. Drop the hors d'oeuvres, pick it up, say you're going to finish that, and then punch a guy out. Something, something, something like, that. like that. Okay. Then that finishes. And we cut back to the character from the first episode in white who we left outside the apartment building. Ah, ha, ha. And we're back in grim and gritty New York. Oh, so the tone has switched completely again. Right. We've done another 180. You were right. This is... This is uh, uh, this is one that you have to kind of knuckle through. You got three yeah. strands running there through. Are, the there are three strands of reality all weaving together. Here. Right. So this okay. it, this opens okay. on. Uh, well, maybe we'll have a little bit more scoping around the apartment. We need to see well, why nice. he wants to get in. Sure. Uh, and we see that there are people in there. There are ah. possibly human trafficking victims. Oh no! And someone, some mercenaries, but much more realistic looking mercenaries than the last guys the last guys who are these kind of generic not, this is not people dressed by urban outfitters mercenaries this right. is genuinely I've had a rough eight years right real mercenaries of actual places that are quite dodgy right and yeah. then Mr. Mr. White Mr. White let's call him that because we don't know who he is yet that's very clever if you make it through to the second episode uh, Mr. Mr. White this is, uh, Mr. White kicks the door in okay and now we have your requisite Netflix episode two 
corridor fight. Nice. But this time it's an entire apartment complex. And Mr. White... It's from the comics! It's from the comics! Sorry, I was really excited there for <laughs> half a second. My arms went everywhere. Um, this is an amazing tie-in to an absolutely fantastic issue of the Warren Ellis run on the comics. So, Mr. Um, un- unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. So Mr. Knight kicks the door in and... Um, as he's kicking the door in, we pan up and we see there's a full moon. Is that relevant? Uh, I don't know. Is only it relevant? time will tell. Or will it? Or, or will it? Or will it? That is definitely the name of this episode of the podcast. By the, way. <laughs> the episode has a name. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Moonshine. We'll have to add another subtitle upon the subtitle upon the subtitle. Okay, so um, then we, we follow him through. Bloody as hell. You know, he's wearing the knuckle duster. He's beaten. wearing a white suit. He's beating people. It's not so white anymore. No, it's very... Mm. It's, it's covered in blood. Mm. That's why mm. it's not so white He's been anymore. working hard. He's just like punching his way through. Uh, we see a guy throwing a punch at him. Nice. And we see it from his perspective and we see that it's too late to dodge it. So he just puts his forehead into nice. it. And okay. the guy's knuckles smash on his forehead. Okay. And he's taking the hit, but the guy's out of the fight then. He beats him and he takes him by the so neck. This, this, is, bang, this is very bang, much bang. working the working the not one-hit fights anymore. This is this is an actual fight yeah. that requires actual strength. Yeah. And yet Moon Knight is still prevailing. Who's Moon Knight, Ben? Sorry. Sorry. Who's Moon Knight? Uh, we, have to, we have to earmark that what? for deletion later. Okay, cool. I have that earmarked for deletion after this. I've completely ruined everything. I'm so sorry. So... Uh, he's he's smashing him and he, he grabs him by the neck and he's like knuckle dusters in the face bang 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 and as he's as he's banging one guy the next guy hits him with the butt of the gun as he's banging one guy <laughs> <laughs> sorry Mick you're gonna have to you're gonna have to tighten that up banging banging everyone he's banging everyone banging just banging stay everyone away from that I told you <laughs> stay away from that so voice he's, he punches his way through and he gets a he gets clobbered on the back of the head with the butt of a gun oh no he's like stumbling around the place but he's taking some hits he takes a lot of hits but in the end he clears them out and he breaks down the door and he sees all of the people who he, he's going to rescue the trafficked right and one of them we just glimpse is Marlene okay but not glamorous anymore oh uh, she ain't so pretty well she's still pretty she's okay she's but she's she's diamond in the rough pretty now she well bit of a scrub in what sense like she has to be you know, take a shower. Oh, it's not like... Get an Urban Outfitters in to dress her again. You're not saying she's a scrub. No, 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 no. Because no, we don't want no scrubs. No, she's not the kind of guy who hangs out the passenger side. Of his best friend's ride? No, it's not her. Trying to holler at Mark Spector. <laughs> Who's Mark Spector, Benjamin? <laughs> Sorry, trying to holler at Mr. White. <laughs> Mr. White. No, don't, don't edit it. Don't edit it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important <laughs> that you don't edit this. So and people that realise what a... People fool. see what I'm dealing what with here. What a fool you have to put up with. And, and yeah. we, we finish episode okay. two on a phone call. Okay. From one of the guys who's managed to crawl out. Sure. And he makes the phone call and he's saying some, some freak in a suit. Some freak uh, in a suit. Some freak in a suit busted in, took everyone, and then it cuts to whoever he's speaking. And the person he's speaking to... Is Raul, Raul Bushman. Bushman. Yes. Oh, I'm so just... Oh, man. I End want episode this. two. I want this. Look, Ben, I think we'll do the rest in the next week's podcast. I, I think I think the rest is for next week. It's unfortunate my rambling intro really, really, <laughs> really ate into your time. But it's important that, that readers know 
or listeners, listeners. you're not readers at all. No, you can't, um, you can't read your listeners that they know the history because we're working a whole lot in. There's a whole lot, going, a on whole lot going on. There's a whole lot just, going on. Just one thing that I have to say before we go on is obviously these aren't my ideas. These are these are from the comics. Yeah, no, um, but they're being adapted and right. applied to a framework. That's the point. Scaffolded, um, if you will. Scaffolded to use the terminology of some industries. Um, <laughs> the the point of this is Mark Spector is complicated. He's convoluted. He's a complicated man. He's a co- But, I mean, forget the man. The character is convoluted. The, no one knew what to do with him. It's kind of like an Egyptian shaft. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of episode two. <laughs> Mark Spector's Egyptian shaft. Yeah. <laughs> but no stop stop confusing me <laughs> I'm sorry um, I'm so, sorry I've lowered the tone I've let us the, all down the point is the point is that um, we're combining his entire confusing history but this is a TV show for newcomers so it has to be introductory it has to be an origin story and yet also referential and in a way summarizery yeah it's got to encompass all, All of it. The whole, the whole... Look, I don't know where season two... Caboodle. Season two? Is there, will there be a season two? Who knows where it's going to go? I mean, let's wait and see. Yeah. Let's wait. I, but I think, so far, two episodes into season one, you got me. Yeah, well, look... You got me. This podcast was nearly an hour. So, yeah, so it was a little long. Was well, long. look, don't say that, because the listeners will stop listening. Well, let us know if you enjoyed it. That's, yeah. That, that's we need to know. the most important thing. We're, this is very... Hold on. Ben says it's the most important thing. It isn't the most important thing. The most important thing is I need to finish this story. Oh, <laughs> so, sorry. Yes, I, back to... No, no, no. No, hold on. I mean... All right. The most important thing is I need to get this story out of my head. Because it's really driving him insane. Yeah. You can see the pressure I've on his become, face here. I've become a lunatic. Yes. I've become a madman. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, a New York madman. So we're doing at least three of these. Okay, we're going to get Then three. we can talk about what you want to <laughs> talk about. And we'll see then. how it works. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. Okay, with that in mind, I'm going to let Mick frantically kind of scribble some more notes so he's ready for the next one. I'm ready, man. And it's all there. We'll, we'll call it quits. Okay, thanks, everybody. Thanks Excellent. for listening. Thank you. Hopefully, here.